I'm Jorge Salazar, reporting from the Texas Advanced Computing Center. The SC15 Supercomputing Conference takes place in Austin this November. SC15 showcases the latest in high-performance computing, networking, storage, and analysis to advance scientific discovery, research, education, and commerce. One of the sessions is called Understanding User-Level Activity on Today's Supercomputers with Exalt. Exalt is a software tool developed with funding by the National Science Foundation. It tracks user codes and environments on a computer cluster. Here to talk more about it is Robert McLay, manager of the Software Tools Group in HPC here at TAC, and one of the developers of Exalt. Dr. McLay will be co-leading the session at SC15. Dr. McLay, thank you for speaking with us today. Well, thank you for having me. Uh, tell us, what is Exalt? Exalt is a tool that me and my colleague, Dr. Mark Vahey, put together to try and track how people use our systems. We run the system, we manage the system, we develop software for the system and install software for our users, and we want to know what's used and what's not. And so Exalt gives us a way to find out in a very cheap way. Who was Exalt built for? Exalt really started as a way for us as administrators to better understand what people are using the software, what's being used, what's not being used, what's being used well, what's not being used. And it becomes a foundation for other tools like tax stats, which measure performance. Exalt is really there to measure what people use in the environment that they have. And it's really one of the first times that we've known exactly what's being run on our system. We know what programs, what libraries. Before, we knew what people were using and how much they spent, but no idea what executables they ran or what libraries they used. And so this gives us a way to track it. Users get benefits out of this, A, because we're more efficient, but B, we record the environment that they ran under, so they'll be able to find out later on how exactly they ran their program. Tell us about how um, you came up with a little bit about the name. I mean, uh, does Exalt stand for something? What, where is it? No, Exalt is a, just a name. It's kind of a funny story. I had a project called Lariat, and Mark Fahey had a project called Alt-D, which stands for Automated Library Tracking Database. And we discovered each other and decided that we put a joint proposal together and marry the best of those two products. And we had originally come up with the name UT Wrangler where UT could have stand for the University of Tennessee or University of Texas. But we ran into a problem when TAC got this new machine called Wrangler. So we couldn't have a software called UT Wrangler and a new machine called Wrangler. So we hunted around for a name. And my colleague, Dr. Doug James, came up with this name called Exalt, which is sort of extended Alt-D. But we use the name Exalt to give it a name. So it doesn't stand for anything. It's just a name. And uh, Dr. McLeay, tell us a little bit about how Exalt came to be. It, it wasn't just TAC doing this. It was um, other partners as well. Right. So we, um, we University of Texas at TAC, and Mark Fahey, who was at the University of Tennessee at Oak Ridge, uh, started this project to marry the two products that we had before, namely Lariat and Alt-D, to come up with a more universal way to support or to track this software. You know, we've been doing at this about two years now, and we've that conferences like Exceed, um, Supercomputing, ISC, the International Supercomputing, we've gone and told people about it, and we've got some people out there trying it as well, um, including um, NCSA is installing it right now on Blue Waters. It's running at TAC. It's running at NICS. It's running at other institutions, uh, Penn State, Florida, 
and other places around the country, and I'm um, hoping to get some other places around the world to use it as well. Can we delve into um, uh, Exalt, you know, what it's doing, what the information that it's collecting? The way Exalt works is we, the best word I use is hijack the linker and the job launcher. So the when people build a program, they have to run the linker. And so we intercept that and collect information and then call the true linker. So we save that information away to tell people how they built their program or what libraries they used. Then when the job gets launched, typically through what we call IB run, other pieces, other people call it MPI run and tools like that, we also hijack that and collect information at that point and save it away. And then the real the real tools get called. The that information is then saved away in various ways and then eventually it ends up in a database where we collect it and do an analysis from there. Apparently there was some um, uh, some data publication that, that has just happened where um, administrators can see some of this data that's produced sure. by Stampede. So, so my student, Sandra Sweat, has put together a paper with myself and Maria Esteva, and it's a paper, it's a data curation paper to describe how we've collected this data and make the data available to anybody who wants to look at it. We've anonymized the data or sanitized the data so that no true user's name is available in the data, but user ABC will be the same throughout the data. So we'll know, and we'll know what field of science they come from and what programs they ran or Certainly, we produce what are community codes, so the true name gets put out that way. But if it's a private code, it just gets some anonymized string. But with that data, you can collect what field of science people are doing, how they're using the various programs, what programs are connected to other programs. So there's lots of interesting analysis that can be done. People who are interested in the social science aspects now you know, has a year's worth of data available to them. I imagine a concern that people have with using a, you know, yet another tool in their workflow is um, like the overhead. Like, um, Would you like to address that? Our users don't know that they're using it. We provide a standard set of tools that all users see, and Exalt is just one of them. And so it just automatically collects for everybody. But it's incredibly cheap because it only happens at link time, and it only happens at the start of a job launch. And it takes seconds or less. And I've never even measured it because it's just so tiny. It just doesn't matter. It's just... It's really simple data collection. And it's not performance, it's use. So it's, it only happens at link time, at the start of a job, and the end of the job. So it's incredibly cheap. The only thing that is, that's hard is that we're doing this in user space. We're actually doing something inside the user's environment. And doing that in a safe way turns out to be very, very hard to get it right 100% of the time. So that has been one of the problems we've had to deal with is essentially hardening our code to prevent users from messing us up. And that's, it's a constant challenge. Dr. McClay, would you tell us a little bit about how, um, how listeners can try Exalt? How can they get it? And also, is there support for when they have some trouble with it? Certainly. Um, we have two sites. There's a, you know, Exalt sf.net at SourceForge has tarballs that has, you know, our release data. And then we also have a GitHub location. So you can search for McClay-Fahey space exalt, and you can track it there, get the source from there. And we have mailing lists. So people can join the mailing list and ask questions. The traffic is light, and there's lots of 
interest for people who are interested in using Exalt to listen to the mailing list because they'll learn something too. What's next? Like, what, what are you thinking about next in this project? As I said, when we hijack the linker and we hijack the launcher, that has limited us to only jobs that are parallel, MPI jobs. Uh, people who don't use MPI don't need to use the launcher, MPI run, or other tools like that, IB run at TAC. And so we miss, at TAC, we miss about 20% of the job runs. And at other sites, it can be quite high, a, a lot higher. And so we're looking at a completely different way of collecting data from people's jobs so that we can do it all the time for all jobs. And we're really excited about that because one, it will allow us to collect more data, and two, it will solve the problem of being running Python in their space. And so both of those things are I'm really excited about, and I'm hoping to have some of that available for supercomputing. I'm certainly going to be talking about it there. What's the most important thing you want people today to know about Exalt? That for a center, it's a cheap way to track what you're using and it provides lots of information about what people are using, where you can spend your time, what software you don't need to support anymore. And so we think it's quite useful. You've been listening to Robert McLeay of TAC. For the Texas Advanced Computing Center, I'm Jorge Salazar.